we're running a business, but we're running a team dash family and our culture is everything. And so people learn what to do by your actions. Like we, we hit on that in the beginning. And so just constantly meeting with my folks, constantly uh, letting them fail, working along with them, constantly looking at their family situation, their financial situation, and helping them tweak things so that you know they can get ahead in life too and experience what I've been so blessed with up to this point. Hi everybody, David Donaldson here with Joe Martin on this week's edition of Entrepreneurial Impact. Very excited to have with us today, Josh Dukes from Waz Dukes, okay? Big team in Northern Virginia, 3,000 units. That's right, 3,000 units, 40 years of collective business history and over a half a billion dollars in transactions. So I'm really excited to kind of jump down to this story with Josh to hear about his background where he's come from, what they've done, and what he has to share with us today. Josh, how you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I, I have my coffee. I'm hopped up. I'm ready to go. Excellent. Well, as we, you know, as we always do, you know, we like to bring everybody on, and, and there's always a reason why somebody is where they are today, right? Sometimes they have that organic, I was driven, or there was an experience somewhere early on. A lot of it's been military, obviously a lot of his parents, but not always the case. Where's the story of Josh start with? I mean, it's it starts with uh, I was in the military. I served 20 years, uh, mostly in the old guard here at a Fort Myer. And I, you know, it, it started with me being a military musician. Uh, I was fortunate enough to make it into a very elite unit called the Old Guard, and uh, which is the uh, presidential escort to the United States. Wow! And I was a drummer in the Fife and Drum Corps, uh, which does all the ceremonies at the White House, the Pentagon, um, and we also travel around. Uh, and we were we were basically ambassadors to the music program for the army, uh, so that's where it started. I mean, uh, I, I I rose through the ranks. I ended up retiring as a drum major, and um, I learned so many things over those years, uh, which really have uh, paid off in the end as I've gone into my real estate journey. That's awesome. So before we segue into that, who's your favorite drummer? Oh man, you know I'll, I'll go old school on this, Buddy Rich, man. Buddy Rich. Okay. Buddy Rich, old school. I'm still I'm very emotional right now to Neil. Neil right now for me is still I can't get enough of Neil. Oh yeah. Well, awesome. That that you know, awesome. I've yeah. seen them four times and he just lost him way too. But there's so many amazing people out there, but obviously, you know, yeah. Buddy Rich kind of sets the tone for everybody, I think. Yes, he does. Well, awesome. So all right, so 20 years in the military, transitioning out. How do you get into real estate? How do you, how do you come across real estate? What does that look like? Man, that's a, that's a great question because I'll tell you what, uh, real estate was not even a blip on my radar. Uh, I had no no thoughts of real estate, right? Um, I was going to go probably work at the State Department, uh, use my ceremonial connections through the White House, do something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. But my wife's realtors back in the day, um, you know, Bruce and Sharon was the was of was Dukes. Um, they, they sat me down and they sat my wife, Judy down and they were like, you know what? We think you guys would be great in real estate. Um, we have, you know, a long history and we know, we know people that are going to be good in this industry. And we, we believe it's going to be, you know, the two of you. I was like, my mind was blown. Uh, and so, so they really just 
basically grabbed our faces and was like, you need to do this. You're going to be good at it. And, you know, we, we, we trust them and we, 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 we dove in a hundred percent and, you know, that's how it started. Um, had no idea it was going to happen. No idea. That's pretty awesome that, you know, your relationships through your realtor was like, they identified that talent in you guys to say, you need to come with us. And, and it's, it's interesting because I've been down that path with other agents and they say, you know, I went through this, and the funny thing is they're not always a good experience with their realtor about saying, I can <laughs> no. do this one way or the other, right? I, I can do better than that person or you know, that, the way that that person did it really moved me, right? I think you got to go either way with that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But it, after all that, you know, we just trusted them. They brought us in and, you know, like they have over 50 years of experience in our industry and, uh, you know, they just took us under our wing and from there, man, just. It, it, it's been a wild ride, but it, it's been great. And I, you know, the older you get, you tend to like have a couple mentors that you put up on the shelf, you know, and you're like, these guys right here, these guys right here, they are, they are a huge reason why uh, I'm gratefully where I am today. Uh, because, you know, uh, the self-made man, woman prophecy that I, I don't believe in that. And I believe that people are consistently standing on other people's shoulders and, uh, you know, they put me on their shoulders and, and, and I'm eternally grateful for that. So when I, so I'm hearing you talk passionately about Bruce, which I think is just, just awesome because here's somebody who was your mentor from jump and you're still with him. Mm -hmm. Right. So you guys have been together how long now? Uh, it's been six and a half years now. So six and a half years in, and you guys are still rocking and rolling. Like, so how did that evolve? I and mean, like, he impacted you personally and professionally but you guys are still growing. Like, so what did he instill upon you that allowed you to just kind of explode within the team and run it together? Yeah. Um, he, he has said many impactful things over the last six and a half years that have brought me to where I am now. Uh, what I will say though, it's nothing that he has said to me that I think is the most impactful. It's actually what he, what he does every day with what both of them, Bruce and Sharon, uh, what they do every day. Uh, Bruce is almost 82 years old and he is easily the smartest, most cunning, uh, most interesting person in the room to this date. And the fact that he's that quick, they're that smart, they're, um, they're, they're that giving, that has shown me how to lead and treat people in our industry. And so, so it, it's really what, what, what they preach and what they do not what they've told me. And that is look out for your people hundred percent. Don't ever put a dollar sign on somebody's face when you're dealing with them or when you're working with them or when you're growing and mentoring them. So th that, that is by far the biggest. That's awesome. You know, the most, some of the most impactful people are just exactly that, right? It's not what they say, it's what they do. Oh, and it can be played to death and say leadership by example, but here's another perfect example of that, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I feel like I've been carrying the conversation here. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I thought it was amazing. Like I, I had hair when I got into real estate. I'm now bald. And to know that you can be that sharp at 82 for being in real estate that long Dude. gives me hope. That's what I, that's what I took away from that. Dude, seriously. I, I incredible. We call him rain man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming he takes care of the numbers on the team then. Uh, he did. So he, he, he actually can do math in his head like nobody else that I know. Um, 
And, and again, that's something else I learned from them. Just, you know, keeping good books, knowing your numbers, understanding conversion rates, things like that. I mean, uh, just because he's so in tune with understanding how the big picture fits together, I, that's all I knew. I walked right into it, always looking at the numbers, always looking at the big picture, always looking how things uh, fit together. It's like, I didn't know how to suck, <laughs> you know? So, and that's why I think mentor being mentorship is huge. Uh, it's a huge leg up and that's why people pay for coaching. That's why, you know, um, that's why people join teams sometimes, you know, you're looking for, I don't want to call it an easy button. Cause we all know <laughs> that, <laughs> that there's, there's nothing easy about, you know, building your team or, or, or doing well in real estate, but it's definitely something that when you get somebody to put you on the right track, man, you can just run. Uh, and, and really the only thing that's going to get in your way is yourself at that point. You know, I think you, you kind of hit on something there. Like if you're driven and motivated, there is an easy button by following the systems and models and tools or listening to the mentor that you have. I think the challenge is a lot of people that jump in aren't looking for the easy button. They look for the lazy button, oh. right? they're looking for the spoon fed button. Definitely lazy button. Definitely. I mean, am I wrong about that? Oh, no, no, you're nailing it. You're you nailing have it. to have clarity. You have to be driven. You don't have to build a team, but you still have to be a business. That's right. That's right. You're in business with yourself first. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I, I'm with you about that. That's that. That's a great point. So now, so you've had that mentorship. I mean, how are you paying that forward? Your team is pretty large now. Right? So how are you contributing and taking that? continuation from what Bruce poured into you. Yeah, yeah. I what I would say is uh you know we we are consistently looking at how how our team is put together, how are we growing the people that we've brought in, how are we pouring into them? And that's just not like, hey, here's some leads, here go convert them. Um it's more like, hey, let's sit down and look at your finances. Hey, let's talk about taxes. Let's talk about you owning an investment property within three years. Uh, let's talk about uh, what kind of vacations you're taking and how are you taking care of yourself? Are you, are, you know, are, again, I keep going back to the big picture, but it is like that. And that's how um, I feel like I'm able to give back is that, yeah, we're running a business. Okay. Um, but we're running a team dash family and our culture is everything. And so People learn what to do by your actions. Like we, we hit on that in the beginning. And so um, just constantly meeting with my folks, constantly uh, letting them fail, working along with them, constantly looking at their family situation, their financial situation, and helping them tweak things so that, you know, they can get ahead in life too and experience what I've been so blessed with um, up to this point. You went from the military stuff to then entrepreneurialism, and we say entrepreneurialism, but you're basically an independent contractor, and <laughs> you went from having a lot of structure to basically you're your own boss, and sometimes the downside of being your own boss is you're a terrible boss to yourself, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> there is no worse boss than when you're your own boss, because oh, there's yeah, for sure to hold you accountable, right? Yeah. Um, so when you looked at that transition, and then you're able to look back on the time frame here, um, What's been like the one thing that was like who you are today? Like the one thing you learned from making that transition that had the biggest impact and who you are as a person development wise. 
during that transition, I, you know what, I'm gonna be honest. I think if the fear, <laughs> the fear is probably unfortunately what drove me at first. Um, because I'm coming out of something where I get paid, doesn't matter if, you know, the world ends tomorrow, like, you know, the, 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 the department of defense is, is going to put my paycheck into my account. <laughs> so, you know, going, going from that into being an entrepreneur and that, that transition fear set in. And I was just like, I will not fail. Um, and I think that transition showed me how not to be fearful. I started off with fear and then that transition taught me, you don't have to be fearful. You got to have some faith, right? And also have faith in the activities and what you've been taught. Because if you have the, if, if you haven't taught the right way, have faith that it's going to work out because unless you're lazy and you hit the lazy button, right? <laughs> it's going to work. It's going to work. Like it's going to work. Just do the work. And, and, and so, so, so that transition really taught me that that was, that was a huge thing. The fear set in, but then really quickly the faith came by and just the fact that I was getting the right mentorship and training um, just set me straight. I love that. Like, so we hear about E to P all the time. I, I just write this down from fear to faith. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think we might have to kind of drop that drops that somewhere. Like that sounds like a t-shirt. I, I actually love I love what you're going there. I actually really, really love that. Yeah. I, Josh dropping the F squared. That's powerful. No, it's just, it's really powerful. Yeah. Fear to faith. Okay. So growing the team. So when you guys partnered up, you know, did, did Judy come along with you right away? Because that's a bigger, like, one thing you say you're going in from paycheck, but did you both jump in with two feet? Um. So, no, the, the plan was at first, yes. But then like, you know, ha- about halfway through when I was starting to transition out of the military, you know, and this happens all the time, you know, the other, the other side, the spouse, whatever that is, man or woman's like, are you sure about this? This seems, <laughs> you know, like, and like, I know they're talking all this, like everything's great and you're going to do great. But like, this seems like, you know, I don't know. So we, we dealt with that for a while. Um, and I would say that, Judy started to kind of come around after about a, a six months to a year. And she was like, okay, I really see how this fits together. And then Judy really started working along with us once we started to build out the actual team and we needed help on the back end of the, uh, of the, of the business. And so that, that, that ended up having her be the, the um, uh, she's the logistics manager. Uh, right now because we ended up having so many things going on that we just needed somebody to look at what's going in going out going over there going over there so she does that uh to date but in the beginning actually in the beginning beginning bruce and sharon thought that judy was going to be the realtor and i and i was kind of like along for the ride and then it kind of the the script flipped after a while which is really funny now i'm thinking about it but uh yeah yeah well, I mean, I, I will tell you, through any significant spouse relationship that work together, I found out that, that basically what Judy's doing now is, is running the business, right? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. I have a commander at home. Her name's Judy. <laughs> <laughs> right. So she's running the logistics. You know, you're just along for the ride, right? Oh, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. No, I think I think that's great. <laughs> So you guys have grown. So let's talk about like, I'm, I'm looking at some things. Now you guys are giving back. 
right? You guys are all involved in different things. And, and you mentioned earlier on that you were you were involved musically. So, so how are you guys giving back? What do, what are you guys doing? What's the team doing? And what's that look like communally for you guys in, in your areas? Yeah, so a couple different things. One thing, uh, a lot of us are really passionate about animals. Um, and so, you know, like uh, many of us on the team, um, like adopt animals, um, we'll, we'll search for, um, you know, families that, that, that need, you know, a, a dog to come in and brighten up their day. Um, so we're, we're doing stuff like that. We're also, um, locally, we actually just, uh, uh, set up a mega team office in old town and this is going to sound kind of funny, but uh, old town, Alexandria has quadrants, right. And there's like North, Northeast, Northwest, Southeast, Southwest quadrant. And we're kind of in the quadrant where everyone's like, uh, you know, that's like the, the the crappy area of Old Town. So we've been really working along with the community around here to like make our quadrant cool. This is the cool quadrant. Like, like stop beating us down. Okay, yeah, sorry. Our, our, our average price point in our quadrants like 800. It's not like a million nine, you know? Um, so, you know. Oh, 800, some... is that all? <laughs> <laughs> so like... <laughs> I know, I know. Just listening to it is like, um, gives you perspective, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perspective is everything. Uh, but you know, just having a beer truck outside, or like having a, you know, having a um, a children's event and having people come by. So like, you know, a lot of it's just focusing on the people and letting the business happen. You know, it's like I was a productivity coach for a while, and you know, we would always talk about focus on the activities, the money will come. Focus on the activities the money will come, the success will come, just focus on the activities. And like, you know, flipping that, it's like focus on the community, focus on the people, the business will come from there. And it's, you know, as you go up the leadership ladder, right, from running a team, but even being a PC coach, that's a massive way of giving back and developing the next generation of great agents, right? Because you, you get to mold them from jump, right? So like, yeah. there had to be a lot of pride in you when you see those people kind of graduate, move up and on, and maybe go out and start their own teams right there's nothing better there's nothing better than that i i couldn't agree with you more so as we start to kind of look forward what's next for the group for the team for you i mean obviously i know everybody wants to grow their businesses and, and maybe i don't know exactly sure what that looks like but what else is there for you guys impactfully like what do you see yourself doing yeah that's a great question um you know, Diana Kokoska used to always say, you need to make your world big enough, right? So that your folks can grow inside and never leave you, right? And like work along and grow together, right? So that is my A number one priority this year, moving into next year is like, what does that look like? So it's great that you asked me this question because uh, I actually feel confident I can answer this well. <laughs> so the idea here is to be able to grow agent leaders. And I always call them agent leaders because uh, whether you're a solo agent or you're on a team or whatever it is, like when you're working with, you know, that couple or that single, my first, you know, my first condo ever, like you are a leader in this transaction. You're a leader in their life at this point. So um, really growing agent leaders is important. And so what we're looking at is how do we do that? How do we, how do we through expansion set up the, the model of our team, Wazduke's team, uh, and inject our ethos, our ethics, the things that make us tick, the things that we care about, and how do we set up these, 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 these other teams in, in other locations 
and have people benefit from what we've learned. And so that's what's on the docket right now. Now, I happen to be in a uh, multi-market center. So I'm in Metro Center. Metro Center happens to have four offices. So the first expansion is actually going to be within our uh, Metro Center family, which makes it pretty easy for us to do. Um, and so we're going to look to do that uh, by the beginning of next year. And then from there, from what we learned from that, hopefully by the end of next year, uh, we will then start to branch out from there. But that's definitely going to happen because one thing that we do, and I'm very proud to say, is that we have a very rigorous uh, selection process for agents. It normally takes about three weeks to get through it. And we follow career visioning, you know, and I'll just run through it really quick. I always have a coffee. The coffee is, it's, we're literally just having a coffee to see if you're weird. <laughs> okay. Like I'm just going to be honest. That's the, that's the bar. The bar is like, are you weird or not? And, you know, whenever I tell people that they laugh, but they're laughing because they know that like that coffee is super crucial to the whole process. Right. And then from, from that coffee, then we're doing the KPA. And after we do the KPA and we validate, we're doing the life story. And after we do the life story, there's going to be a team interview. And after the team interview, we like to say, you're going to go meet the parents. The parents are Bruce and Sharon, right? And when you go meet the parents, they give the stamp of approval, then you're in, right? So the people that I have on my team are highly selected. We like to say we're the Navy SEALs of real estate. And that process will then be implemented in, in the next team, wherever we set that up. And that's going to take a little bit, but I think it's going to be great because this gives my folks a chance to grow. They have avenues that go up instead of having to branch out and leave. And I, I would hate that because I spent a lot of time with them and I care a lot about them and our culture reinforces that. So I like that model because when, you know, and for those of you that are saying him and don't know what expansion is it's the opportunity to grow your business outside of your home office or market center where preferably in the state to start but you don't always go it's not should not be about where it's about finding that who right so if you have the processes in place and you're building that bench and you find that who the next location will kind of take care of itself yeah 100 percent I'll add a funny story about coffee. You're not the only person I've heard use the coffee thing to kind of uh, vet out that you're not a weirdo. Uh, the one that I heard that I thought was pretty epic was somebody going and doing coffee and then walking, saying, hey, I got to go to the bathroom and going to the waiter and saying, hey, I'm interviewing Josh right now. Can you send him the wrong order and see what the person does? And like, that's their like I know, sniff test or whatever you want to call it. They're like, I want to see how the person handles the server when they bring like, I don't know, you ordered a coffee, uh, iced coffee, and they bring you some uh, frozen beverage that I see Starbucks come out with where that's not coffee, that's ice cream and you're a Frappuccino. Like, let's be real, that thing's got 3,000 calories in it. Yeah, but it was yeah. just a funny thing. I heard that. I heard your coffee thing. I'm like, wow, I've heard a lot of people use coffee as that that filter for hiring. So just, I like that. I like that, that, you know, it, because it's real. That's why yeah. I like, it. I yeah. like real, I like real stuff. And that's real right there. You're just getting the God's honest truth of who that person is. Yeah. Actually, that's a good spin on that. I, I love that too. So Josh, let me, let me ask you this before we close up. And obviously when we do these podcasts, we're obviously focused on the successes, but we also know that the root of the successes are challenges along the way. Right. Mm -hmm. What would you share with everybody that's 
listening today to say, hey, you know, I got this is what I got through to get where we are. And just know that there are obstacles that you have to overcome. And these are some of the ones that I had to do. And here's how I dealt with them. Yeah, that, that's all right. These, this is this is good. Let me let me go internal here. Um, <laughs> well, we can't make it an entire easy thing for you, right? No, I know. I know. No, I like the Again, this is real. Right. Um, and anything that comes in my mouth is what I'm thinking. So trust me. I would say that well, two two things come to my mind. One is being my transition from the military. Okay, so let's just say my past. My your past shapes you, molds you. The people that you spend the most time with, your 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 experiences, right? Um, like ninety seven percent of the population will never be in the military, right? So there's a very small population that I have that really understands you know, the leadership that I, that I, I learned. Right. So when I came out and I started building this team, my default is a military style of leadership. Right. And, you know, I will go out of the branch and say that that's probably not going to work for like a lot of people in our industry. Right. And so I had to learn, you know, through messing up that like, I can't do that. I can't, I can't ring somebody out for showing up five minutes late to something even though internally it's driving me nuts. Um, you know, if somebody calls and says, oh, you know, like I, I'm running late because I was with a client or whatever, you know, in my mind, I think, well, then you should have wrapped it up earlier and then made sure you were on time, right? However, it's like, those are all learning. Those are all learning steps where in the military, it's a zero defect game. And when you make a mistake, you just pay for it. So I really had to learn that. Like, I can't bring, I can't bring my old, into my new I can learn from it but it needs to be a new a new format it needs to be set up for what is in front of me at that point in time so that was one thing next thing is ignoring my family while I work too much huge huge and you know there are countless people have you know said on podcasts or on stage or do whatever and like you know broken down crying about it and that's real that's real. And uh, I would say that, you know, I'm getting a little tingly about it right now. I'm not a crier and I won't cry, but I'm telling you that I'm getting, I'm getting as close as you possibly could see for me to cry about it because it's serious. And in entrepreneurship and business, uh, it's kind of like a tough guy game, tough girl game uh, until it breaks you off. And then, then you got to get up off the ground and put it back together. I haven't hit the ground, but I will tell you that, um, you know, it has definitely strained my relationship at home with my kids. And, you know, I had to like, I'm working back at getting, getting that set up so that, uh, you know, I don't make that mistake again and that I don't lose in the long run. Right. So that's some real right there. Now, and I, look, I, I really, I really appreciate your honesty. Right. And you touched on some things that I talk to all the time. I talk to my kids and I talk to my friends. Right that family aspect of it as, a, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, that's a real thing because you're impassioned about those things. And if you look back in the one thing, we talk, look at the helix about, you know, what your, where your strengths are, and it's impossible to be the best at both worlds. You're either incredibly strong at business at the moment, or you're just all in on family. And that goes back to that time blocking to allow yourself the time to have strengths in both because you can't be both at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 100%. I feel that. Thank you. Thank you very much.
Yeah. Absolutely. Joe, you're in deep thought there. What are you thinking? Something uh, profound to wrap us wrap us up with. Oh, I'm not that smart, so you're going to be grossly disappointed. Um, <laughs> now, we all know that. <laughs> no, I think, like, there's such a fun, like, there's such a real authenticness uh, from you, Josh, just around, like, humble and, like, successful, but, like, in a way that's relatable, which I think is really cool to hear, because a lot of times we see people that are highly successful, and you're like, I don't even know how to get there, and they're talking at such a high level, I don't even process that, like, I grew up in Florida, I'm still trying to figure out what a synonym is, um, so, like, my whole thing, I think, is, like, what would be the one thing for somebody that, like, hasn't had the success you had, or, uh, you know, I, I the fear and faith, and then I heard, like, hey, make sure you got time for your family, because it's not all about work, and understand you're going to make some mistakes, but just kind of just commit to the process. What is like one thing above all other things? You you can only pick one thing. You said, this is what entrepreneurial like impact did for me. Like, this is what I attribute. This is what I value about being an entrepreneurial person is this one attribute that that, that being in real estate is giving you. Well, I would say like the attribute and, um, I guess, uh, either skill or attribute, I guess, uh, I would say that brought me here is going to be, uh, being relentless, relentless in my pursuance of the goal, whatever that is, you know, like first it being just okay to pay my bills. Then it was, uh, to learn at a high level and be a true professional. Then it was influencing others. Uh, now it's changing my people's lives, right? Um, I think relentless is my watchword for my, my my journey and how I got there. And then what has come of it at this point is that now I have choices. And those choices, being able to have multiple choices ultimately is happiness, I believe, for myself, my family, and the people around me. And this is why we interview people well beyond us, Dave, because Josh, you just hit it with a mic drop. If anybody, the only thing you want to hear for this podcast is relentless. Like that's what gives you success in entrepreneurial ventures. Be relentless. You're going to get that and then enjoy the ride and the journey and who you become after that. So Josh, thank you for today. Like that was an amazing wrap up. Like kudos to you, man. Continue like amazing success. I got no doubt you're going to have a team across the entire 50 U.S. states. So thank you for being with us. Thank you for the time today. It's really been a pleasure, bud. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. And hopefully I'll see you around soon.